Welcome to the Rough Road Podcast. I'm your host, Lee Steele. Today, I am joined by no one. It's just going to be me talking about an experience I had this past weekend. So uh, anybody that knows me knows that I uh, enjoy going to riding dirt bikes and quads and all that stuff. And this past weekend for Civil Rights Day, um, me and some family went, and a friend, went to the sand dunes by Yuma. Um, and we had all our machines. Um, and I typically ride my dirt bike. Uh, my son rides rides my quad and 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 then everyone has everyone else basically has either quads or side by sides and so <clears throat> we left on um thursday after work uh we probably left around i don't know five or six p.m we got there at midnight um out there by yuma and we went to the dunes that we went to over there are called ogilby dunes so right before you get to the dunes, you turn on Ogilvy Road, and you go down and and go to the by uh, you go past Trump Camp and out there by the the little dunes. So <clears throat> we get out there. It's midnight. We get everything set up, um, all of our trailers and whatnot. Um, get our I get my flag put on my bike and my son's bike and um, quads and all that. So go to bed or. I don't know, like two, two thirty ish in the morning. Uh, get up the next morning and uh, decide. You know, we're all there, all excited. We eat breakfast, and then we decide we're going to go on our first ride. So we typically, what we do is when uh, when we go there, um, <clears throat> the we park right where the dunes, the little dunes, start. Um, and then there's a well beaten path that goes through the little dunes to the big dunes. And where, where we head over there is, uh, it's a hill called Patton. Uh, it's named after um, the World War II uh, general guy. Uh, that's where he brought the soldiers to train, apparently. And they run up this big hill. And it's a big, steep hill. Um, and you got to have a pretty nice machine to make it to the top. So when we got there on Thursday, I guess it was Friday morning, actually, um, the sand was pretty moist. It was pretty wet. It's not typical. It's usually usually dry and and you know blows really easy. Whatever. But it's kind of wet. I don't think it was from rain. I think it was just uh, a little precip uh, not precipitation, a little um, dew or what have you from from it being cold. Um, and so you know, anytime you anytime the sand gets wet, it it sucks power from the machine. So it was kind of a tough. A tough ride to get to the top on a on a my Honda Quad that I have the 400EX. Um, it took a few tries for for people that were on the Hondas to to get up there. Now I'm on a I'm on a, my dirt bike a 450 a four stroke dirt bike, so um, I can make it up pretty easy. Uh, but it was bogging towards the top in second gear. Um, in first gear you wheelie over, so second gear and. I, I would make it, but it it would start to bog at the top. And a few times I did, I did bog it out on the hill and have to restart it. You know, uh, going down the hill. Um, <clears throat> so we're right. We do go on the morning ride. It's really it becomes really tacky when it's moist like that. So it's pretty tacky sand. It's kind of um, 
we call it cookie dough because it it you know as it flies up it reminds you of cookie dough it's like a consistency of cookie dough um from the back tire what have you so we did this morning ride everything goes great uh no no real incidents or anything um and then we come back to camp and and have lunch and um and then we decide we're going to go out on another ride that evening um you know we just kind of fart around camp a little bit just you know messing around uh little kids go and you know dig in the sand at the little sand dunes or go find a jump on the little sand dunes and jump it a bunch of times so that's what we did in the afternoon so the evening we decided we're going to go on the ride and and uh so my brother-in-law he has a paramotor uh which if you don't know what a paramotor is it is you have a parachute that goes above you and not one of the ones that you see like the military use but like a a trick parachute i guess you could say it's kind of rectangular and uh, you can steer real good with it Um, so he has one of those um, and it so you have the parachute and then on your back you wear this little backpack um, that has a motor with a propeller on it and he decided that he was going to fly his paramotor to the hill while we rode our machines and he's done that in the past and it was pretty cool so <clears throat> he's getting stuff ready. Uh, he has it on, on the trailer. And um, we all take off. Everyone else that's going takes off, and we go through the um, little dunes and, and get to the patent, the hill patent. And <clears throat> we just got there. I went up a couple times, came back down, and my nephew, his son, um, comes over to us, and he's has a little panicked look on his face and he's like hey we i just got a message and my dad uh they think he broke his arm with the paramotor and they're taking him to the hospital so what happened is he had it on the trailer and he didn't strap it down he didn't have it on his back you're never supposed to start it if it's not on your back unless you have it secured very good he did not have that and he actually had told um, the, my wife and his wife that were at camp still and our friend's wife that, hey, you know, I'm really not supposed to do this, but it'll be all right because I'm holding it or whatever. He's having issues with it starting is what was going on. So <clears throat> he gets it started and he goes to, because, you know, it's blowing wind, so it, it wants to fall forward towards him. Um, and he's on the side that you sit on apparently. Um, so it's blowing towards him. It starts to tip over and he knows not to stick his hands in it because it'll, it'll chop your hands off or arms or whatever. Right. So, um, there's, it's, it has a netting that goes around a little shroud that goes around right behind where you sit. Um, to, I guess to protect you or what have you. Um, and they have these support bars that come down to, to where the frame is for the for the harness that you sit in and apparently he tried to put his shoulder on that brake, one of those braces that come down and he missed and he hit in the netting in between it and his shoulder went through the netting and hit the propeller and he cut his arm open really bad from his shoulder down to his elbow it's a big long gash that he did so 
they go they go to the hospital. Uh, yeah, it was super indented, and they thought it might be broken. Turns out it wasn't broken. He ended up getting thirteen staples, um, you know, some some pain meds, and and then came back that night. He got back. I don't know what time it was. I I went to sleep. I I was tired. Uh, but he got back, and they basically told him, you know, you're done. Um, you know, and the next day he was he was done. He couldn't really move his arm very well. Immobilized it pretty good because of the the lacerations that were on it. So that was uh, <clears throat> that was eventful. So he just kind of puttered around the rest of the time. If he went out, it was in a side by side. Didn't ride any quads or anything. And he typically rides a Honda 400EX um, that he has. So that kind of ruined his trip, but um, I'm like, you know, do you want to do we want to go home early or what do you want to do? He's like, I don't want to ruin the trip for anybody. We can stay till we plan. So we plan on coming home on Monday. So that's what we decided to do. So Friday um, or that night on Friday night, um, we had two. We had his daughter and her fiance show up that night and then and then they were supposed to go home sunday morning so saturday comes around um we decide to go on a ride we go riding um and in the process of riding that day uh her so my brother-in-law's daughter's fiance um he ended up he ended up uh rolling rolling his quad, well, it was my quad, (laughs) rolling my quad, uh, down this dune. And, uh, he ended up also getting his leg caught in the back tire when it was, when it was moving, uh, with paddle in there and burned, burned the back of his leg a little bit. Nothing real big. Um, just a little, whoa, you know, let's, let's be a little careful, more careful. Um, and then that, that afternoon, um, my nephew and my and my friend, he works for me. Um, they went out on a ride, and they went. Uh, they were going out on this hard ride, and my nephew's really good at riding, and my friend's pretty good, but he's not as good as uh, as my nephew. And so he's trying to keep up with my nephew, and it's like a big boy's ride. It's a fast moving ride, and apparently at some point he went. He, he tipped on the side of a hill and rolled his quad. And when it, when it started to roll, he stuck his foot out. And he's already had issues. He um, Years ago, he had fallen off a roof. Uh, he's a roofer, obviously. Fell off the roof like 25 feet or something like that and shattered his pelvis and his feet and all this stuff. So his ankle is, uh, I believe it's his right ankle, is um, fused. So he can't move, he can't like circle his ankle. He can go up and down with his foot and that's it. So he'd stuck his foot out apparently. I don't remember if it's right or his left. The one that was fused. I don't remember which one it is. But anyway, he stuck that foot out that's fused, his ankle. And when it hit the ground, I guess the quad rolled over on it and he snapped his ankle. Um, and so they were, I, they left that day um, to go home. And we didn't know if we didn't know if it was sprained or broken or what at the time. Um, when he got back to the valley, back to the Phoenix Valley, he went to the hospital, and it turns out after they X-rayed it that it that it was broken, 
And so he broke his ankle on Saturday. And of course we have um, my soon-to-be nephew that burned his, the back of his knee with the tire, like a rubber burn. It's just below the knee, actually. A couple inches below the knee. Um, so those are the two things that happened Saturday. So we typically don't ride on Sundays. Um, so we kind of just sat around camp and help, help our friend pack up and then he left and, um, and that the Saturday night, actually, let me go back a little bit. Saturday night, um, my niece and her fiance left, uh, to go home. They decided not to stay overnight. They were going to stay till Sunday. They decided to leave Saturday. And then my nephew, um, he left Saturday also. So it was just my brother-in-law and his family and my family there come Sunday afternoon. So nothing happened Sunday. We don't really ride or anything. So um, that wasn't an, an issue or anything. Uh, so Monday we get up and we're going to come home that day, but we want to go on a morning ride. So we get up, get all the, you know, have breakfast and then go, we're going to go as a family, all of us to, to Patton. And, uh, we, we typically do a couple family rides that we all go. Um, and so we go over there, get over to Patton, ride for a little bit. It's a little windy. It's not the best day, but it's not the worst we've been there either riding. Um, it's, it's manageable. Uh, it was actually pretty tough to follow the trail there cause it had been windy. It started blowing it. I don't know three in the morning or something on sun on Monday morning. Um, and you know, we left it to leave, to go to Patton at like eight in the morning. It was still blowing, not bad, but it was blowing enough. And you, you just couldn't see the trail that was usually there. Uh, so we, it was kind of a, a fun ride cause you know, you have no idea. You don't know if you're on the right trail or not. So we make it over there, go up the hill a few times, um, get the side-by-side stuck at the top, get it unstuck, and, um, you know, having a ball for the last day. And then we decide, okay, let's go back, let's get uh, packed up, and let's go home. uh, Because we don't want to get home too late. Um, So we're riding back. We're in the big dunes. We go through the big dunes, get on the little dunes, and I'm on my bike. My two sons are on quads. They're in front of me, um, and I'm. We make it through the little dunes, and then and then it's flat sand, um, but it's kind of hard packed sand. It's it's different sand. It's not like sand, like fluffy sand, if you will, or like uh, powdered sugars like sand or anything like that. It's has some rocks in it and stuff, so it's not as soft, I guess you could say. So I get cruising across this flat, um, and we're pretty close to camp. Um, and I, my, my sons are ahead of me, and and I, me, me and me decide that I wanna, I wanna beat them back to camp. And so, I shift up or shift, you know, to the next gear, and just hammer that throttle. And I, and they're on the track, the trail, and so I have to get off to the side. So I go off to the left of where they're at, and I start to go past them. And there's these two little trees and I'm going to go between them. And as I get closer to them, I realize I see a branch that goes from one tree to the other tree and it's right at my eye level. And I remember thinking, uh Oh, that's not good. (laughs) It's going to whack me right in the eye. So I duck my head down. It hits the top of my helmet, flies over me. No problem. Well, when I lift my head back up, 
right directly in front of me. I didn't let off the throttle. I was still hammered going there. Just I was just full throttle, pinned, as they call it. Um, there's a tree right in front of me when I lift my head up. And I have almost no time to react. I have enough time to veer off to the right a little bit. But I'm in the sand, and, you know, if you turn too hard, you're going to lay it down. So I didn't want that to happen. So I turned to the right just a little bit. And at the base of where the tree comes out of the ground, where where the... Um, where it comes out of the ground there because it's in the sand, the sand blows and it catches on that on, on the tree and it creates a mound. And so at the base of the tree out, you know, a few feet from the tree, um, is, and they're little tiny trees. They're like the size of a thumb, like the branches, but there's multiple branches that come out at the bottom. Um, it's like a mound of dirt there where it had built up on the trunks of the tree. And I hit that and I jumped and then I went through the branches that were there because it was kind of a, it was kind of a wider tree than the other was. In other words, the, the branches that came out they kind of spread out wider than the other the other ones that I went through. So <clears throat> I jumped in the air and I only jumped three or four feet. It wasn't like a crazy jump. It was not a problem. I've jumped a lot further than that, um, and. But the branches had hit my arms and my chest and my face and everything. Uh, not really my face, my hel- my helmet, my head. Um, I put my head down because I didn't want it to hit me in the eyes. Um, and in the process of hitting me, I turned the handlebars to the right. And then I landed with my handlebars turned to the right. And it was like hard turn to the right. So my bike takes off to the right and I can't hold on. And I take I go straight forward. And I land on the tip of my shoulder. And I was probably going 35, 40 miles an hour. And I land on the tip of my shoulder and rolled a few times. Um, and I was already passing my my kids, and so they saw it. They turned around and came back to me and made sure I was all right. Then they, the whole group shows up and start making fun of me because I wrecked on flat ground. Um, and then... I, I'm like, yeah, I'm all right. I pick my bike up and I'm like, man, that, that kind of hurts, you know? You know, as I'm as I'm on the ground right after I happen, I do a little self-check, you know? Can I move my legs? Can I move my feet? Uh, what about my arms? Um, my back, my neck, is that okay? Um, and everything seemed okay. And then I get up and I'm like, wow, my shoulder is a little sore. But I knew I landed on it. But I also know when you land on your shoulder, sometimes you break a collarbone or or a shoulder. Um, <clears throat> I pick my bike up and yeah, that really does hurt. And then it's really difficult to start the bike up because I'm in pain now. My shoulder's really starting to bother me, my left shoulder. And I finally get my bike started, ride back over to the to the trailers and um, we're packing up. But I get back and everyone's like, are, are you going to be okay? I'm like, I think I'll be okay, but I, I'm pretty sure I broke my collarbone. They're like, really? I'm like, yeah. So they're like, well, what do you want to do? You want to go to the hospital? And you might, I'm like, no, I want to go home, and I'll deal with it later. <laughs> so 
we get everything packed up. I, I'm basically worthless. Um, but what's new, right? Um, and so my niece had made this little sling for my, for my brother-in-law when he hurt his arm on Friday. And so they had brought that over to me and said, Hey, you know, here, what, you want to use this? I said, yes, I'd love to use it. So I put it on and man, I helped holding the arm up so I didn't have to. So I come back, uh, we get back at late. It was like 10 o'clock at night when we got home finally. And at like nine o'clock, get everything put away that we needed to get put away that night. Um, we had to return the, the trailer on Monday. So we need to get it cleaned up. So I need to get everything out of it. So we got everything out of it except for the food. All the luggage and everything was out of it, I think. Um, you know, all the essential stuff was out of it. It was just the, the food in the cupboards. And that would be taken care of the next day. So that next day, I, and we bought a sling on the way home. And I re, re, used a real sling. Um, and it made it feel a lot better. So I get back Tuesday. I'm back at work, barely move my arm. It hurts really bad um, where the collarbone is, and there's a bump there and all that fun stuff. So I end up going to the doctor. My, I had an issue with my insurance. I had to pay out of pocket uh, to go. And then, so I do, I pay out of pocket, um, and they make me buy another sling because the sling I had was the, was too small. Um, but it's all, all they had, so... I'll take it. Uh, and then they x-ray me and they tell me, yeah, your collarbone's broken. Um, so that was my fun weekend. We, <laughs> we had injuries every day we were there, um, except for Sunday. Um, so now I'm recovering from this collarbone injury. Um, I just saw the surgeon today and he said, everything's good. I'm not going to need surgery, which is good and bad. Um, and then, but the bad news is, is we want to go again in March. And the doctor told me I can't ride a machine like a quad or a motorcycle for, um, three months. So April, May ish, three to four months. And we want to go in March. April's too warm. So I told him, well, we're planning on going in March. That kind of sucks. And he said, well, you can ride if you so choose. However, if you crash and land on that shoulder, you are going to break your collarbone again because it won't be healed all the way. So it's up to you. I wouldn't, but it's up to you. So I probably will not be riding in March. Um, I will probably, if I do, it'll be on a quad because... It's a little safer for me and or a side by side, which is not that fun. I mean, it, it's fun to ride. It's not fun getting that news. Um, so that was a fun weekend. I learned a lot, learned a lot from it. Um, not to be dumb and race my kids back to camp and get stupid. Um, brother-in-law learned to never start it when it's not on his back, even though he knew that. And uh, our friend learned to not stick his leg out when he goes to roll, because you can bust it when the quad rolls over it. <laughs>
So a lot of things learned uh, this past weekend. A lot of things uh, still needing to learn, I'm sure. So, but uh, that's that's the that's what I wanted to share uh, on the podcast this week. Um, it's a little short one, but uh, hopefully you enjoyed it. Um, working on some, uh, getting some other guests on that some interesting topics. So, um, stay tuned for the next episode. Um, I should have one up next week. Um, like usual. So Tuesday at uh, midnight Eastern. Um, so stay tuned and we will see you later. Bye.